Hello everyone, this is episode 3 of the 300k Haircut podcast. Every week, we release a short installment where we talk about personal finances for teenagers and young adults. I'm Aditya Prasad. And I'm Depesh. This week, we're going to be talking about something that really hits at the heart of what this podcast is about. Remember, we're here so that you can do the things you want to do. The point of personal finance isn't to turn you into some kind of penny pincher who can do currency conversions in their head. There are going to be things that you will want, which will cost money, and there are going to be times when you can't have everything you want because you don't have enough money. This is where budgeting comes in. When you budget correctly, you get as much as you want while sacrificing as little of what you need. Now, not only is budgeting important, but it is hard. According to a survey by Mint, every month, a third of Americans wish they had spent less. And that's uh, quite a bit. Now, of course, budgeting ability varies person by person, but no one is simply born disciplined and intelligent enough to bypass any outside help. At some point, everyone is going to need to learn how to budget and not simply rely on their instincts. So we've decided that budgeting is important and that some help on the subject would be nice. Where do we start? One of the most common pieces of advice on the subject is simply spend less than you earn. Now this is pretty obvious. I'm sure none of you were planning to do the opposite. However, if we expand on that idea a little, we come to something that's actually a little useful. Know how much you spend and know how much you earn. That same mid-survey from before reported that around 3 in 4 millennials and Gen Z members don't know how much money they spent last month. If you don't know your income and expenses, you're never going to be able to balance them, so that's the first problem we have to solve. Let's knock out income first. Usually, your income is really simple and you're not going to get many surprises. If you have a job, you're probably getting paid the same amount at regular intervals, maybe every week or every other week. In the future, you might get performance-based rewards or commissions, and you'll also have to pay more attention to your taxes. In the short term though, your income is probably going to remain relatively constant. If you can estimate your income accurately over periods of times, say a month, you can use that number to decide upon a budget, which would just be your income minus some percentage that you decided to save. Now comes the hard part, expenses. Again, keeping track of your expenses is something a lot of people struggle with. However, there are strategies we found that can help out a lot. The first strategy actually comes from an interview by Forbes with C- CEO Alexa Von Tobel. According to her, one of the most important things you can do is set calendar reminders for important financial events throughout the year. She has reminders to look at her husband's finances, check her credit score online, prep taxes, and much, much more. This is coupled with her daily money minute, which is 60 seconds or so that she puts aside every day to look over her finances. If you get into the habit of following your calendar and taking this time out of your day, it can help a lot with your budgeting. For example, if you're planning on a big trip or a purchase, you could t- you could make a few calendar events over the months prior where you can check in on your level of preparation. On the flip side, your daily money minute should be dedicated to small scale scale events as well. 
like noting down purchases made or su surprise windfalls. The next strategy is a follow-up to the first. One of the main reasons people don't know how much they're spending is because a lot of expenses fall under recurring or automatic payments. Now, don't get me wrong, automation can be really helpful and we're going to cover how you can use it to make budgeting easier, not harder, in another episode. However, if it isn't handled correctly, recurring expenses can sap your money without you even knowing about it. The easiest way to solve this is with the calendar alerts we just talked about. Every month or so, take some time to check all your recurring expenses. These can be subscriptions, like for a magazine or service, or they could be interest rates on credit cards or loans. For subscriptions, you'll want to check on if you're actually reading the magazine or using the service, and if whatever you're getting is worth your money. For interest payments, you'll want to make sure your principal or the amount you owe is decreasing at an acceptable rate, as well as what your actual interest payments are looking like. There's no point in paying off a loan charging 9% per annum when your credit card is charging you 16%. The point is to keep bringing these questions up regularly so you don't forget about any payments your account is going to keep making. Our final strategy for today is a little difficult to start right now, but it's one of the best at keeping you mindful about your money. You need to try a cash diet. Specifically, decide an amount of money you can spend each week, withdraw that amount of money from the bank on Sunday, and only use cash for the whole week. This brings you face-to-face -face with your spending habits, and makes it almost impossible for payments to creep by unnoticed. My parents have actually been following this regime for a while. Over the weekend, they take out $500 in cash, and that's the only money they spend on any in-person purchase for the whole week. This is stuff like groceries, our cleaner, eating out, etc. And my parents say that using cash for all these purchases makes sure that they never go over the limit. Now, even if you are ready to try this out, you might not be able to because of the lockdown. A lot more things have moved online, and it's likely that many of you are using services like Amazon Fresh and DoorDash instead of in-person buying. This is unfortunate and will mean you'll have to focus on the other strategies for budgeting and wait for when or if cash becomes applicable once again. If you do get the chance, however, make sure to try this strategy out. It can help a lot. Well, we've covered a fair bit of budgeting already, but there's still a lot more to cover. And as I said earlier, we're going to be releasing a follow-up episode soon. So as always, if you guys want some more tips and tricks, be sure to follow us on Instagram at 300 lowercase k haircut. And thanks for listening and see you guys next week.